0: Oh, Reacher? Is that Reacher? No, P- Peacemaker, Peacemaker. The um the guy with the gold Is Reacher, right? Oh, is that his name? The uh, John No, the guy on the Amazon Prime show. John Oh, no, I don't think it's Reacher. It's John Cena. Wait, which one's the big muscle guy? Yeah, that's John Cena. It's not Re- it's... With the gold helmet. Yeah, that's
1: that's P- Yeah, that's Reacher. It's not Reacher. <laughs> no, on Amazon
0: Prime, it's uh... That's a different dude. <laughs> Yeah, it's is it?
1: Different no, guy. It, is it is not. It is.
0: I call it bullshit. <laughs> We're looking it up right now. In a world where you only have trailers
1: and posters to judge a movie, Jim and Ted strike out to answer the age-old
0: question, Will you see it?
1: Ted, it is episode 195. It's been a little bit since we talked on recording, <laughs> not go. necessarily in person or talking. So yeah, we saw each other last weekend and we didn't record because of that. So we yes. kind of took some me and you time <laughs> and everyone else time too, though.
0: So Yes, and the fams. The fams had a fun time hanging out, so that was that was good.
1: So we were down in uh, Reseda visiting the Mm in-laws and visiting Ted and his family and uh, Mother's Day stuff and all that. And other family friends were in town visiting. So we made a trip down to see you guys.
0: Awesome. It was, it was a good time. Had by all. Oh, <laughs> a
1: very good time. Ted was feeding us ten and a half percenters. Next day, Mother's Day, Clarissa was a little hungover, had a bit too much fun the night before. Yes. Apologies. Apologies. Yeah, I had Nothing to apologize for. She was the one <laughs> opening beers and drinking them.
0: I remember you telling her to slow down. and And even halfway through the night, I was... I was I was very happy with myself. I was pouring myself half beers, you know, and I was only, you know, Frank has those nice, uh, those nice beer beer glasses, and I would only fill it halfway up, and it 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 slowed me down perfectly. It slowed me down perfectly to stay in the evening, <laughs> you know. Well, I told Clarissa, I said, you know, at ten and a half percent,
1: yep, she only weighs a hundred and ten <laughs> pounds for crying out loud, right? One hundred fifteen or whatever she is. And I said, you might want to take it pretty easy on those. And she goes, Oh, no, this is good. I love this. I'm like, Just drink them slow. That's all. And then she'd be onto some like Belgian ale. And then she's, I'm just like, What are you doing? You know, like, take it easy. Nope. Doesn't want to listen to Jim. <laughs>
0: Happy Mother's so, Day. But it was fun. It was fun, it was it fun, was fun.
1: seeing you guys. And and uh, with all of that, we wound up missing a recording. Well worth it. Uh, Friday night. I forget why we didn't record. But then
0: I think I Audrey Audrey had a play. Oh, you had something. Yeah. Audrey had a play pro. I had a play. She had to go see Shakespeare in Love, the John Burroughs production of Shakespeare in Love for school. So she saw that. She saw that Friday night. And then on Saturday, you guys came up.
1: We were there. Yeah. And then we just didn't do anything. So, yeah. So other than that, what else did you do this week? Well, hang on. Before we get in, let's open some beers.
0: Oh, let's open these beers. Yeah. You, yeah you go What do you got? Okay. Me first. Okay. Yeah. You go. Go ahead. I have uh 420 juice dank nugs. 420 juice? <laughs> 420 juice. What is it? Like weed? <laughs> they're, they're really playing up the dankness. It's a double dry hopped Double IPA. So double, they said double twice. It's got Strata, Simcoe, Mosaic. So it's a quadruple. Nice. Yeah. Strata, Simcoe, Mosaic, Columbus, and Citra.
1: All right. Well, I have an Altmont Boneyard. uh, California, Oregon looks like this is where this is. And this is Lupulin Advisory. What is it? Lupulin Advisory Dank Content. Nice. 3.0. So we both got the memo, uh, the Dank memo. I don't know what Loopel and Advisory Dank Content 3.0 means, but it must mean something. Double IPA, 8.3%, and I'm okay. I'm looking all over the can. You know how they have like on the side and like tiny tiny numbers. Uh-huh. You know, but apparently
0: it says it like right <laughs> that big. Right. You know, and I totally missed it. You missed it because it's being advertised on the label there.
1: Yeah, it's it's about as big as the, the label, the 8.3. Good thing it's not a snake. It would have
0: bit you. I'm 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 clocking it at ten percent. Speaking of ten percenters, and once again, this is like a a hazy orange juice beverage. It is it is already Sunday morning here with, <laughs> with my Sunday. with my orange so beverage.
1: This is not hazy, so this is more of like a clearer uh, amber looking.
0: But it is that that is an that that amber is strange for the uh, for the hop. No, I think it's just because it's contrasting with the big
1: foamy head that I poured. Ah, I see. I see. Oh wow, it's really good. Mine even looks like it's an orange juice. Yeah, yours looks like it's just full of like pulp or something. Mm. Yeah. How's yours? No, this is this is certainly a West Coast IPA. Um, kind of more of that piney flavor. I don't even know what the, the hops are Lupulin, I guess, if that's a hop. <laughs> is it? <laughs> but I don't know. But yeah, no, very good. Yeah, absolutely dank. I mean, it's bitter, is all get out. Um, but it has that more piney like pine uh-huh. cone, like I'm Chewing on uh, something that just fell off with all the resins and stuff. (laughs) Oh, nice. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good.
0: So tell me about the week. What was uh, was going on this week? So this week and last week, you know, I guess we have a couple weeks to talk about. But this week we had our first uh, lunch with our learners. I don't know if you have this in your school. Lunch with learners. So Bryce is in middle school. And uh, when Audrey was in the same middle school... A couple of years ago, once a month on a Friday, you would go to the school and the kids would you'd have lunch with your kid out in the on the field.
1: Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah.
0: And now, since uh, COVID is is tapering, I guess here, uh, this is the first one back. You have to be vaccinated. You have to, you know, um, show up, show do your ID stuff, do the whole whole kit and caboodle, but it's the first time in the, in the school year and the school year is almost over to do this lunch with the learners.
1: Hey, better late than never.
0: Better late than ever. It was, it was fun. We had some friends that I guess is their first year in middle school. Um, and they had, uh, and they they were they were getting introduced to this thing. <laughs> they, were, they were like, it's really just uh, your kids ordering whatever food they want from wherever they want. You know, Bryce wanted Bob's Big Boy. So we had uh, burgers from Bob's for lunch on Friday. And that was, you know, fun to have him come and hang out with us for for a lunch at school. Nice. But yeah, light, light, light couple of weeks as far as work is concerned. And, you know, just uh, just living life.
1: <laughs> Tell me about your air table. Thing that you sent me with the survey oh, and, yeah, on yeah, our yeah. website and everything so <laughs> we have a survey on our website if you go to trailerjunkiespodcast.com uh-huh. and i took the survey i guess i'm in the data i don't know that
0: d- you're you're in the data where am
1: i in the spreadsheet
0: you're in the spreadsheet the, all you have to do is fill out the form and they write it the the streaming questionnaire Is a little ticker at the top of our webpage, so it's hopefully it's right there. Um, And I'm just collecting some streaming data. I want to, you know.
1: Yeah, Ted springs this on me, and (laughs) I'm just like, okay, I'll fill it out. Except apparently, like, there's twenty dollars to be had that I don't get any money. So I don't know why
0: there's an opportunity. To get twenty dollars, so I'm not obviously an opportunity. I'm not giving twenty dollars to everybody who fills it out. Okay, but you know, if you fill out a certain way, maybe I'll pick some at random. Maybe I'll pick some that have uh, certain aspects of st- streaming. Is this legal? Like, yeah, what are we doing? It's not a, Oh, it is, okay. I don't know. I don't. You know, it's it's just uh, an incentive for uh, for a sweepstakes. Oh, you don't have to pay anything to enter. So that that's that's uh, it's.
1: Tell me, okay, so we talked a few weeks ago uh-huh. and I turned you on to Plex, whatever that Plex thing was, right. where you where like, with, like, I'm a, I, I paid for like the, I don't know, lifetime of Plex. I don't, I, I use Plex for everything. So I like Plex. Um, and you saw, because I, I turned you on to how Plex can search any show and it'll tell you where it's streaming or how to get it essentially. Right. And this goes into Pangolin and such. And did the Plex thing kind of reinvigorate you to want to make ways of deciphering, determining how people stream shows and stuff. And they got you doing at this air table or what, like how did you get into
0: wanting to collect data on streaming? I mean, why do you care? Well, okay. So I guess it's a weird, strange road. Uh, since, 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 you know, I, and it and it, and part of it and tesla's a part of it and twitter's a part of it i guess okay so i got back into the twitter sphere and um <laughs> because i didn't i didn't have our password and i had to ask you for a password for for t junkies uh podcast or i forget what i yeah I, <laughs> I i forgot about our twitter handle for the show you're assuming i know it but okay <laughs> well you you have it somewhere don't you have that one you have that one pass or something that i probably i might yeah um Anyway, so I'll reset it, and then you'll have to get into the emails. Anyway, this is all logistics. So, I was I was getting back into Twitter because Elon was going to buy Twitter, and we still don't sure. know if he's going to do that or not. But I, I, you know, I'm a I'm a stan. I'm a I'm an Elon stan. Sorry, you know, I'm I'm also a liberal. So I don't know I don't know how those two things reconcile, but. I will say you know, I don't care. I don't care about his trolling so much, you know, he, he for me his trolling is kind of playful. But I understand it can hurt some people, whatever. Uh, <laughs> so I got back into Twitter and then I was in this in the Twitter spheres that I would typically in and there were some VCs and some startup people in there and I started struck up a conversation with a couple of them. And I took it offline and I actually had a zoom with one of the guys and I was like, Oh, you're on my board joking around. <laughs> and he's like, well, you know, if you want to talk about it more. We could talk about it. Wait a zoom with who? With a, with a guy that's just a, a start, a startup CMO. Like he's, he's a, he's a chief marketing officer for us. He's a serial chief marketing officer for a bunch of um, startups. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So, so, but he was willing to give me some time and, Give me some of his uh, advice, and he said, "You know, the thing about your startup is that you have a lot of beliefs about it. Ah, but until you, but until you put it in front, put the put the questions to the people out there that are having the this issues. This is Pangolin. The Pangolin, yeah, the streaming, yeah, the streaming aggregator. Yeah, yeah. Until you put it out and you gain." Pr- uh, persona knowledge. So persona, the people that would use your service or use your platform, you have to know what they want and what their pain is. So you have to interview a lot of people. So, and I said, Oh, "Oh." okay. I said, so like, um, NPS, I guess I forget what that stands for, but he said, no, you got to find out the personas of the people. So that that's what this is digging into. So I might define you. So I might define you as like a low, like streaming isn't, you know, you do, you do a fair amount of streaming, but it's not very important to you. I would agree with that. Yeah.
1: I do do a fair amount, but like, and I like how you, uh, one of your options was how did you word it? I, I, I stream when I want, it doesn't own me or something. (laughs)
0: Right. And I think I added that from, from your suggestions. I, I, you know, I had some family members and, and it's so funny to hear like uh, my sister-in-law and, and her husband like they answered and they're they're kind of very different in their streaming habits but then because there's a breakdown of do you stream alone or do you stream with your family or do you stream you know with your significant other and it, and that breakdown is is really funny to watch so you know some people have uh 50 hours and up like myself wow. <laughs> and other people have like 10 hours you know so yeah think, i'm in the 10 hour range <laughs> i think there's i think there's a there's an interesting division of, of people. And, you know, they all seem very normal. And yet that seems like a huge different gulf of difference. You know,
1: my media doesn't rule me. I watch when I have time. (laughs) There you go. That's the answer. Well, and I'm looking though, and you say, how much do you watch and the bottom more than 80 hours a week? I mean, I couldn't imagine (laughs) that.
0: Well, I mean, if somebody watches like in the background at work and then, and then they watch, in the evenings, that's a forty-hour work week, <laughs> and then you go home and watch forty more hours. Like what? I mean, the, as the family today, we vegged out quite a bit. We watched uh, th- two pirates movies, and they're like three hours each. Wow! So, <laughs> so I mean, we we, we took it. We took it. Man. We took it out. Uh but yeah thank you for reminding me about that. I uh, yeah, I had I had a note in here but that is a good good place for yeah, it. Yeah,
1: I I was curious how it came to be and what like in other words, what is it you're after and why did you want to all of a sudden start learning about how
0: people stream and everything. So I, I just hey, yeah. Part of the streaming on Twitter that I also found out was the cadence is really a big thing. Like there's a there's a New York magazine thing that kind of took Netflix to task for doing binging for binging. Can you define cadence before you go further? Oh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> so they took as so, so Netflix has a all at once cadence. So it's a it's the release of your shows. Oh, I got you. So it's called AAO or all at once or binge um and that's where you have a series, and you release all the episodes all at one time, and you allow the the watcher to either watch um, as you as they want. They can watch it daily. They can watch a couple episodes every night, or. They can do anything they want.
1: Okay, boomer. And then they, and then they. Yeah, I saw you that. that right. The
0: the weekly only, where where yeah. my wife and uh, I think somebody else they're the only people that only watch weekly. I hate weekly. Um, <laughs> but I, on Twitter, I said I wrote back to this New York Magazine article like um, uh, nobody has a daily cadence. You know, nobody has like uh, once a day for like two weeks. You know, if you have a ten episodes or less, if you have ten episodes. When you say
1: nobody, you mean streaming service.
0: No streaming service has a daily cadence. Right. You know, they either do all at once or or weekly. And then the new thing, and we've talked about this a bunch because you loved it. Three at once. You loved it when they did it for Panmaid's Tale. They do three at the premiere, and then they switch to weekly.
1: Or uh, Vox Machina on uh, Amazon Prime, they did three a week. Right. Right. Yeah. Three a week for I want to say it was like five weeks or something. Yeah. So I think it was 15 episodes, three a week.
0: So, yeah. So there's a lot of ways to do it. Um, And I think my my comment about a daily cadence, you know, for shorter seasons, which everything feels like it's, you know, 10, 12 episodes. Nothing feels like it's longer than that. Yeah. Roughly. You know, you could fit that in two weeks if you release it every day. And I guess I guess what you're trying to do is you're trying to you know by re- releasing it all at once you're giving people uh a, a chance to to watch it all at once but but you're still kind of dividing your your listening your your viewing audience you know <laughs> because you have people that watch it whenever they get around to it and then you have people that are like crazy you know crazy for it and watching it all in one night and you know unless you align those people
1: dude that's brutal 13 hours
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> Unless you align those people, you know it's going to be hard to get them synced on how they're going to talk about it or, or or interact around it. I think the loose
1: canon is: what are your friends doing, and are they going to ruin things for you?
0: Exactly the spoilers.
1: In other words there's a lot of people i talk to and they say i'm just gonna wait two months or whatever three months and then i'm gonna watch them all in one week Mm -hmm. and then there's people who are like well i can't do that because like you know my friends my cousin my aunt my
0: the internet
1: (laughs) the internet wants to tell me all about it you know yeah but you can avoid the internet i mean if you don't go looking they're not gonna feed you the spoilers i don't know tiktok will okay i'm not on tiktok so i can't speak to that
0: if you're if you're in an algorithm if you're in an algorithm based thing like instagram reels or tiktok and you're into something like we had to watch moon Knight as it came out because audrey's like it's already been spoiled for me twice and i did like zoom by these tiktoks then stop looking <laughs>
1: <laughs> what 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 do you need me to tell you you know <laughs> Yeah, I'm curious how you I mean and you're you're tracking all this in some sort of a data collecting
0: spreadsheet thing? It's in an Airtable, so the Airtable will collect it and then I will aggregate the the data as, we, as it comes out. Okay. Um we I have uh, some friends over at uh T-B-O-Y, the best one yet. Uh, That's a podcast for uh, financial. um, It's a daily podcast about financials. Uh, They – I I befriended them on on Twitter and they're going to give me a shout-out next week. So hopefully we'll get some – A bump from that show.
1: What sample are you looking for? Like, what's the N? Are you looking for like 5,000 or? Oh, God, that'd be amazing. No, I'm saying like, what is the N you're getting? (laughs) You're looking at?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I was thinking 100 would be, you know, like something you could look at. Oh, oh, small number. Well, no, I mean, like, I have no idea. You know, some people could look at it and be like, oh, this is too many questions. You know what I mean? (laughs) like what is what is st- statistically significant for you? Oh, I have no idea.
1: I don't know either. You need to do like factor analysis and get into all this kind of crazy <laughs> stuff, right?
0: Yeah, I didn't take stats in, in college. I should have taken more stats.
1: Well, that's kind of as a psychologist, that's kind of what I do, but oh, okay, eh, to some degree well tell,
0: tell me tell me what the, what number should I be looking at? Should I be at a thousand? I don't know, yeah.
1: I don't know. I would say if I had to guess, I mean, this is just broad number guess. I'd say a good sample of a broad spectrum of viewers, I would say 2,500. 2,500. Okay. Yeah. I would say at least, you know, and I think that would capture. So, okay. There's a few things too. Maybe what you ought to have on there is other demographic things. that. May, so name. I mean, I don't know if people want to be
0: identified. And people have but put their just their first name or whatever, and that's okay.
1: Yeah. So what I would say, though, is you also want to look at region. So do people in, say, the Rust Belt in the, in the mm-hmm. northern Midwest, for example, around the Great Lakes, do they watch more or less okay. than people in the Sun Belt like Arizona, Nevada, whatever. And then you could correlate that maybe I don't even know how you would parse out things. Like maybe the winter in the in the northeast is way more streaming and the summer is way less streaming because the weather's nicer and they're outside more, you know? And mm-hmm. so reg- region's kind of
0: ambiguous.
1: Yeah, well, I don't know, but there's a lot of variables your survey doesn't capture, but I don't know if it needs to capture it, though. Let's just do state. We'll just do state. Yeah, state would be fine. And then you can add. I mean, now all of a sudden it's become it's become a, a, a workshop for Ted's <laughs> Airtable. all right let's move on man so
0: how was my week yeah Yeah, my week was was great how was your couple of weeks
1: (laughs) no you know visiting you guys and my in-laws and stuff and then you know otherwise it was pretty quiet i mean just doing things around the house i mean we're in crazy drought so i'm trying to keep my fruit trees alive and such you know i have apple plum peach etc but
0: how much how much water you have to put in there to keep them alive it's
1: not too much. I usually put like a few gallons every few days on the fruit trees. I mean, it keeps you just want to keep the soil moist, you know, keep the soil wet. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, it's been quiet. Otherwise, we were swimming today. At We have this friend who lives in like a HOA kind of a neighborhood. Yeah. South Vandenberg Village. And uh, so we went over there to go swimming and stuff. And one of the kids is in Mikey's first grade class. And so they had, that's cool. You know, they were playing like football It the pool like three and a half to four and a half to three and a half and like all these boys are and (laughs) they're playing football in the pool so like you know tackling is kind of like drown the kid yeah you know
0: so i'm just like all right kid like tackle him sure but make sure you can come up and breathe you know and yeah stand up they can they can stand up at least it's shallow enough for them to stand up
1: it's shallow enough yeah and i love how Mike was so nervous in the water because he's still like Tim's getting to be a decent swimmer, Uh but Mike's not really that good at swimming yet. So Mike is standing flat footed on the bottom and, you know, in the three and a half foot. Right. Hands up screaming. Save me. (laughs) I'm standing next to him. Right. I'm like, save you from what? He goes, I'm drowning. I'm like, you're screaming, which means you're breathing. (laughs) It's just hilarious. Like his perspective of danger is I'm flat footed with like from my shoulders above out of the water. And he's just freak he's losing his mind over it, you know.
0: Yeah, I, I know I've told you this story. I we were at uh we were at the the GM the Grand what is it? The GM Hotel. MG, MGM Hotel in Las Vegas. In Vegas, yeah. And and there's one. There's the th- green one. A, no, not the there was. There's one that's off the strip. That's kind of downtown. Oh, okay. And okay. Uh, Audrey had like a a modeling shoot. So Audrey and and Anne went to the modeling shoot, and I took Bryce. I guess he was he was probably Mikey's age to the pool on the roof of this uh, hotel. Oh, nice. And I'm drinking <laughs> drinking on the roof. You know, it's Father's Day weekend. I think it was actually like Sunday Father's Day. And uh, and I'm there and I'm just hanging out of the pool and Bryce starts flailing in the water. But it's, uh, you know, like you said, the shallow water, he's just flailing. And all these people around Bryce, you know, they're like. Where is this kid's parent? <laughs> and I'm like, and I hold my beer up and I'm like, Bryce, stand up. You know what I mean? And he just stops failing and he stands up and he's like shoulders out of the water. And I'm like, I'm not a bad parent. I just know my son is just like fooling around in the water, you know? Right. Yeah. Exactly <laughs> Who's letting their child exactly. drown over here? <laughs> yeah, who's tall enough to just stand, right? I know.
1: It's insane. It's insane.
0: So, Ted, I, I, I send you
1: a text, and I said, hey, send me all the trailers. <laughs> and the first one you put is, don't worry, darling. I know. Don't worry, darling. <laughs> and
0: I had no idea that was a trailer. I thought you were speaking sweet nothings to me. Uh, no, and then, and then I'm cleaning up. I, I send you, like, the list of the trailers, and then I'm cleaning up, and I see, uh, okay, sweetheart, <laughs> from you. <laughs> And in the middle of cleaning up, I don't, I don't get it. But halfway while we're like, you know, doing the dishes, getting in the dishwasher, I laugh, and I said, I said, I, I sent Jimmy a trailer called uh, "Don't Worry, Darling," and he wrote back, "Okay, sweetheart." And Anne's like, "You should stop right now and tell him that's a trailer." I'm like, I'm sure by now, five, ten minutes later, he figured out what I was talking about. <laughs> Yeah, no, I did figure it out. And
1: but at first I was he, you're like, "Okay, darling. Obi-Wan <laughs> and Easter Sunday." And and I'm like, "Okay, okay, sweetheart. Sure." You know, like I thought he was yeah, I thought you were giving goofing, me the business. So with that, let's start with uh Don't worry, darling. Don't wor not okay, darling. Don't worry, yes. darling. I said okay, sweetheart, but yeah. Don't worry, darling. I don't know, cross between the Stepford Wives and The Truman Show? The Truman
0: Show and a little bit of uh Manhattan Project or something, <laughs> you know, like it has like okay, it has like the yeah. the nuclear angle. I don't know. I Oh,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: I think it has, you know, it has this beautiful 1950s kind of vibe. Well, that's why I thought the Stepford Wives stepford is perfect perfect stepford wives yeah
1: because it's like you're here to just serve me as this like beautiful perfect wife in this beautiful perfect world and then it's kind of like it's fake though like with the egg when she which is more along the lines of like the truman show right right
0: yeah yeah no it's it's um it's it's a great story i can't wait for this i think Olivia Wilde. Not what I expected the trailer to be. It definitely goes in different directions, but it has such a beautiful style, and it and it holds to this this idyllic style of the fifties. I like the color palette, yeah. The color palette, the music, the score throughout there. Oh, it's fantastic, yeah. You know, it, it is a well crafted uh, piece of art. So, I mean. Olivia Wilde's amazing and she's she's great behind the camera and in front of the camera. So it's it's going to be it's going to be fun.
1: I really like how the notion of like 1950s misogyny of women <laughs> kind of like uh, Mad Men or something, too. Right. 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 You know, it kind of takes that angle. And it's just like the worldview that we had at the time. Where we are today and looking back, it's like the, the 50s, I mean, obviously we, we weren't alive, but like the people who were, they have this idealized rose-colored glasses, but yet it was so detrimental to the people who lived of the time. Right, right. You know, I mean, it, it's, it's kind of like when you hear Trump say, make America great again, right? Right. It's like, okay, make America great again, but for black people, but for Mexicans, <laughs> but for women, but for you know, like all these things. Yet somehow America was great at that time.
0: Yeah, it was great for a certain set of people. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: And now yeah. that everybody's suffering together, it's worse, you know, whatever. Um, but no, here. <laughs> and it's so funny that you brought up the whole the female perspective on this because, you know, it is. Directed by Olivia Wilde, you know, and, and she's one of the stars in it. But the way that this came to me, it came to me twice, right? The day that the the day that the trailer dropped, Audrey came and she's like, "Did you see the new trailer? Did you see the new trailer?" The new, and she called it the Florence Pugh Harry Styles trailer. <laughs> like she didn't even talk about the 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 name of the movie. Okay, but the minute she said that, Anne was turned off. And was like, I don't, I don't, I don't have to, I don't, I don't really, I guess she did. She's not a big Florence Pugh fan. And okay, I, I don't know I, she's like, she's good. I think she's good in what she does, but you know, she's not a huge fan. And I think Harry Styles, because he's kind of a crossover talent that he's trying to break into acting from singing that's, you know, not always great, but whatever. He, he does a pretty decent job, I think in this, you know? Um, but it was funny cause so she, so Audrey hit me up with that and I put it in the show notes for, you know, the show that we didn't have last week. Um, and it was ready to go. But then a week later, before me, four days later, Anne hits me up and she goes, did you see this Chris Pine trailer? <laughs> and I was like, you mean that trailer that Audrey was talking about? The that same you, trailer? That you, were, you were slaying the minute she's, she started talking about it? She goes, oh, no. I I just saw that it had Chris Pine in it, and I watched it. And I was like, oh, so it's hitting the multi-generational ladies by having <laughs> Florence Pugh, Harry Styles, and Chris Pine. You know, you hit all the- <laughs> it's, a, it's a four
1: quadrants, <laughs> but the quadrants all are all, all, all like early, middle, late, and elderly women <laughs> right that's the quadrants yeah.
0: well i guess with with olivia wilde she's in there too so i think it might hit you and i a little bit <laughs> there you go there you go all
1: right man avatar the way of water yes so uh, i don't know i mean kind of a long lead it's coming out december <laughs> but not as long as maverick which was like three years
0: three years and like not as long as the lead from the last movie which was 12 years or something i don't even know was that oh
1: seven i think or oh nine i don't even know oh nine you were right oh9 nine. Oh, nine. okay but that was also in my notes why did it take so long to make a sequel i don't know and i think i i don't remember where i read this but i read somewhere recently that he has like five more he wants to put out or something.
0: Oh yeah, no, I think he has he has a trilogy or at least, you know, a trilogy from here. On. Oh, just a tril I thought it was like five or something. Well, I don't know, maybe, maybe he maybe has more. Um but yeah, so I don't know. I don't know why it took so long. You know, it it's and we were talking about franchises. <laughs> because it costs
1: like a billion dollars to <laughs> yeah, make one because of the,
0: them? because the CGI is so expensive and time-consuming to make. But we were talking at dinner the other night about franchises and what, what, con- what constitutes a franchise. And the kids— Two movies. The kids were calling this a franchise. Eh, maybe. And Anne said, said it's not a franchise yet because the second movie hasn't come out. And I said, but they have a whole pan- they have a whole Pandora world at Disneyland, you know, at Animal Kingdom down in uh, Disney World. Sorry. So in Orlando, they have uh, Avatar Land, which is called Pandora. You know, they really a section, yeah. So they have rides. So how does this align with Disney? Disney licensed the IP, and then you know it was I think it was a Fox movie. Is that
1: so? James Cameron. Uh huh. He envisions this thing in like 05 Uh puts out the movie in 09 and then when does it become a Disney property
0: it was licensed Disney licensed it for the theme park um, I forget when in the in the teens I guess and then we we went down last what five years ago we went and we went and saw some of the rides when they were brand new so I guess around that time
1: so I would say if you have a theme park around one movie that's a franchise (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Even if it's only one movie, right? Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, I, I, yeah. If you have a theme
1: park around one movie, that's a franchise.
0: And it's a section. It's a section of a theme park, but it's like they've dedicated. But that's what I mean, though. Yeah, they've de- dedicated billions of dollars to develop, you know, this part of the theme park. <laughs> Right. That's a franchise.
1: And now that they have a second movie, you got a franchise
0: now. Now it's now it's even more, less solidifying as a franchise.
1: So here's here's a question, though. So you look at the animation, the CGI and everything. Right. And there's people, you know, while they're doing it, they have the suit on with the dots and stuff. Right. So they know where to
0: write Mo- mocap.
1: Yeah. So they know where to, like, place all the the. I don't know the computer graphics, whatever. Mm-hmm. When is this considered a movie movie versus an animated movie? <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't know. Like, I think that's a fair question. It's a fair question, and maybe that's why they have the one little boy that's their their son with a gas mask on. You know, like we'll give him dreadlocks and and like human more humanoid properties. You know, like. I don't, I don't know what what crosses over between CGI, um, because you could say, what was that heavy metal or whatever those, you know, those movies where they basically had people filmed and then they took the the film and they just traced it in a in an animation style, like right, yeah, you know, there's there's stuff like that, so. Or, like, we
1: recently watched, to jump a little bit ahead into what we're watching, we watched Song of the South, Uh and half the movie is... Like people. I mean, it's like in the 30s is when this came out. Right. And then half the movie is cartoon and half the movie is like a hybrid of people in cartoon. Mm-hmm. So is it an animated movie or is it a live action movie? Well, it's both hybrid hybrid. So that's probably, I mean, fast forward 60 some years <laughs> and you have the same stuff just way more resolution, you know, high resolution.
0: Yeah. A little more uh, indistinguishable um and then just the the attention to lighting and you know i think it's the fooling the eye i think you know cgi to me is its own kind of genre its own kind of you know palette so there are definitely advances and and it's really funny have you watched the avatar on disney plus have you watched not the avatar have you watched avatar and disney
1: plus yeah the 2009 the first one We have not, but I think maybe we need to. Yeah, have the boys seen it? No, I don't think they have. I'm saying I think we need to. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, I think Bryce found it on, you know, we, uh, Anne and I saw this. It was like one of our first date nights after Bryce was born. So I should have known, (laughs) I should have known better what year this came out. Um, But yeah, so I think he found it recently, like last year, and he's watched it a few times. Wasn't it like avatar in 3d or something well it was it was imax did it was it did have 3d it might it might have had 3d i
1: think i saw it in 3d or something yeah yeah that sounds familiar it's been i mean i don't know what's that 13 years ago
0: is that how old bryce is 13 yeah yeah he's, he's he's turning 13 this year oh wow look at that i don't know so avatar
1: the way of water i mean it looks cool it looks beautiful
0: this is checking the box for me where i want To see this in the theater big screen big screen i want to see this imax
1: imax big screen yeah no i i I could agree with that i mean it looks gorgeous the blue waters and all the rest
0: the avatar the original movie it had really really decent uh cgi it had great lighting it did and then this this looks even better like (laughs) i'm trying
1: to try to well you're looking i mean Think about computer processing power. I mean, they're going to make it so massively that much better, you know? Yeah. All right. Obi-Wan
0: Kenobi. Okay. Anne said, don't put the Obi-Wan Kenobi. Why not? Jimmy Jimmy doesn't want to talk about that anymore on the show. Well, okay. (laughs) Anne's
1: right. What will this... It's six it's six episodes. Uh-huh. What is it going to tell me that I don't already know?
0: There's a lot of sand in Tatooine. Darth Vader is a thing. It's going to it's going to it's going to cross some some things. It's going to have to skirt the issue about he's uh, old Ben is going to have to hide Luke from Darth from from Anakin,
1: right? So you think you you think they're gonna show Darth come looking for him on Tatooine? Maybe. And somehow Ben's gonna have to be like, "This isn't the child you're looking for." <laughs> <laughs> and he's gonna like pull the old uh, the Jedi mind
0: trick, <laughs> the old Jedi mind trick on Darth Vader. I mean, is that what's gonna happen? Your tricks don't work on me, old man. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, what's
1: it like? I'm going to watch, you know, I mean...
0: I like you and McGregor. It's more about you being frustrated with the franchise. Me personally, mean yeah. Okay, you said it's more. What is it? The, the so <laughs> the, when I because like, you know I program with Anne, Anne and I program the show, and and I said, oh, we got to do Obi Wan Kenobi because you know the the our our audience they'll they'll definitely be interested in what we have to say about it, and she said, well, Jimmy has. Jimmy's over it. Jimmy's over all the <laughs> all the Star Wars stuff.
1: I am over it. She's right, but I still want to
0: talk about it. <laughs> still want to talk about it and and to me there's there's always an interesting angle on this, you know, like let's write some of the wrongs of the prequel trilogy maybe. Well, or you have I don't know,
1: like, if you think about the the first Star Wars, have you listened to the radio, the NPR radio show, the Star Wars radio program?
0: No, I did some of the Star Wars Minute, I finished some of that. Oh, there's, yeah, that's the podcast, but.
1: So they start off, and there's Luke, and he's wondering what's happening in the atmosphere, because he sees the battle taking place of when Leia's ship.
0: Oh, okay,
1: is running right that's where it starts like what's going on up there oh wow that's a star destroyer because he sees them up in the atmosphere battling right before the the robots come in the in the ship which is also funny to me because if they decided to blow up that ship the movie's over (laughs) right the whole franchise is over right there
0: (laughs) getting 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 the plans off Scarif don't matter if uh c 3 r don't make it to the ground in Tatooine <laughs>
1: exactly. If the if the the gunner said, "No, fuck this. I'm just going to blow him up anyway." Right. The whole
0: thing's over, right? There's no life there's no life forms on that. Let it go. It's uh, it was the pod was shot off by accident. Like nobody nobody in the empire is saving ammunition. <laughs> that's exactly right like what do they care just blow it up anyway
1: so that's one of my complaints about star wars that aside okay so what what this will do then is if you think about was it revenge of the sith where he becomes darth vader and she gives birth to the twins yes okay so from revenge of the sith when they hand off to Uncle Owen, and now you have episode four come along, there's I don't know, how old's Luke, like 22 or something? So there's like 21 years, say, that goes past. Yeah, a lot goes, you can fill in a lot that happens.
0: My favorite movie takes place right in that sweet spot, you know? Well, it
1: does, yeah. I mean, Rogue One.
0: Rogue One is right here,
1: right here in my back. Exactly. <laughs> On my shoulder. <laughs> but what I'm saying, though, is 21 years goes past, and whatever happens doesn't matter, because episode four takes place anyway, so what are they going to tell me that I don't already know? Well, I mean,
0: so think about So Rogue One answers the question. How did the Death Star get its weak point? Yeah. How did the how how was something so magnificent as the Death Star so easily, 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 easily destroyed by one swamp rat shooter? <laughs> because Mad <laughs> designed, designed it that it so. way. Right and we <laughs> right. spend a whole nice episode of of Rogue One following this band of of unlikely heroes in the resistance trying to scrape together to to make this happen and to answer this question this age old question and maybe obi-wan is the series that will answer the answer answer another age old question you are the parent of two children sure your your mentor has you know legged you and had the higher ground and you kept fighting him but you still know that you had two babies right you know why wouldn't you try to seek out those
1: so it starts off he calls cps on darth (laughs) and and then like the social workers come out (laughs) and you know and there's darth vader trying to like explain why he's a good dad still you know at the doorway (laughs) Right. (laughs) No, but you can't come in. But, you know, he's all. (laughs) But I still love my children. (laughs) (sighs) Uh, All right, man. I don't know. Obi-Wan, I'm going to watch it just because I'm a fan and I got to see what they're going to tell me. But I'm sure it will be good. I'm not saying it won't be, but I just don't know why it needs to be told, I guess. Right. Well, you know. So let's go to your childhood, Ted. Easter Sunday. The Filipino. (laughs) the filipino uh right in your wheelhouse i don't know is it too late though because easter was like a few weeks ago oh
0: you're reading my notes okay okay oh geez no i just said the only thing that's amiss about this is the is the airing in august or whatever <laughs> like is that when it comes out i think so i think it comes out in august wow that's a
1: missed opportunity i mean if anything hold on to it until like well, let's you know every year Easter's on a different Sunday, right?
0: But you put it in, in April. You put it in, you know, in that. No, no, but like, yeah,
1: last week in March. Right. Right. Open it the
0: week before. Open it two weeks before Easter. Two weeks before. Two weeks before Easter. I mean, how, like, what you said it earlier in the episode. How long did they hold Maverick, <laughs> Top Gun Maverick? Two years. <laughs> this could have handled this could have handled like six months you could hold this for six months
1: it's not like you know the people like people are measuring you know by the gray hairs on someone's head like oh no this is totally false (laughs) like they waited way too long to release this they don't look like that anymore like no man yeah i mean you can't do easter sunday in
0: august
1: that makes no sense
0: who is the marketing manager on this that's uh, Universal I have no I have no idea who who at Universal
1: did they take the temperature of the audience to say is this something you would want to see in
0: August see they should have had a questionnaire just like me an air, table. <laughs> air table questionnaire when when would you like to see an Easter movie <laughs> in August when kids are going back to school or <laughs> when is the right time for a Christmas movie a
1: June <laughs> B September or D December? You know, I mean, it's like wait A B D. I can't even do the alphabet. This is good beer. Beer is good. Yeah, beer is good. But I, I mean, it's just yeah. Why August? It makes no sense. It makes no sense. But that
0: aside, that aside, it's hilarious. It looks hilarious.
1: It does. I, I would say funny. Mm -hmm. But you as my half filipino friend yes i'm only half your friend this has to be right i mean no half filipino
0: oh half filipino friend okay i'm a whole friend yeah, half, Fili- oh, I'm half filipino you're a whole friend <laughs> you're more than a whole friend Ted. <laughs> hey now i'm trying to work on it. i'm getting back on the treadmill all Right.
1: <laughs> that's it but it, it, it does this sit home at all like with your, your family's your mom's side of the family culture and you and your aunts and stuff or or do you, like can you relate to this as a as as a, as a half filipino
0: as a half filipino yes
1: i think and 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 by the way let me let, let me wish you an uh south pacific asian american what is it <laughs> heritage, <laughs> heritage month, month. A happy a- a- South a- Asian
0: Pacific A A P I American Asian American Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month A A P I H M. There you go. Yes. Well, happy, happy,
1: my friend, happy.
0: <laughs> well, see, and this is, and this is like, okay, this is a perfect time to drop the trailer. So, so kudos, you dropped the trailer at the beginning of. Oh, absolutely, yes. Asian Pacific Islander Month. But then, but then you just say, "Long lead, sorry guys, you got to wait till April. <laughs> you to wait till April to see this, not even March, March, yeah, March, yeah, okay right.
1: A month before would be totally appropriate, and then like it leaves the theater the weekend of Easter Sunday
0: <laughs> and I can and I can put it and and you have the DVDs so I can put the DVD in the kids' Easter baskets. I mean the Easter Bunny, the Easter Bunny can put it. <laughs>
1: Check this out. See, this is where marketing comes in. If anybody's listening out there to our (laughs) podcast, I know you're the one, but no, but think about it. Hits the theaters like early March, Uh Easter Sunday. Boom, hits streaming. Right, right. No, 100%. 100%, yeah. Yeah, so you get all of your blockbuster whatever. I don't even know if it's a blockbuster, but you get all your box office stuff. Right. In March, like four weeks, say, leading up to Easter Sunday. Yeah. Easter Sunday hits. Boom, release the streaming on that day.
0: And then, and then the family gathers around the television and watches the streaming together after the Easter festivities.
1: That's right. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I don't know who thought of this one, but.
0: And, you know, and, you know, back in the day that might have happened from the August release date, but August release date means it's going to be streaming by September, you know, at the latest. If, if not, this is only in the theaters, eight, eight, five. So by nine, nine, one, it'll be, it'll be there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Three yeah. weeks. It's out. Yeah.
0: You know, I love the I love the
1: opening. I mean, how many times with either a grandparent or a parent, you've had that conversation where I'm doing a pilot. Oh, you're a <laughs> pilot? So, no, I'm doing it for a TV show and I'm a, I'm going to do a lawyer and stuff. I told you you should have gone to law school. You know, like, I mean, that is I love. It's like who's on
0: first? And it's and it's universal. So Joe Coy talks about his Filipina filipino heritage his filipina uh aunts and uh titas and titos and and his mother and his parents and all that stuff and i've seen some of his stand up you know we've gone to some of his shows and his shows are you know very personal you know about his life and his upbringing and stuff so this is this is in line with that and yet like you identify with that and you have no right you have no personal it's it's a universal kind of thing
1: oh a hundred percent i mean everyone's like parents are half senile (laughs) you know you don't have to be filipino to be senile you know i mean it's like that's just how like I try to have a conversation with my mom about stuff and it's like, it's just Uh, one ear and out the other. And she just doesn't even get what I'm trying to tell her. And yeah, no. So I think it's, I mean, I think overall when you look at culture, Mm -hmm. we all are different, but yet we all are similar in so many ways. I mean, right. You know, we all have our, you know, our crazy ass beliefs and you might think your family or your culture or your religious beliefs are so normal. <laughs> but then from the outside, it's like, wait, you guys, what? You know, and, and it's like, well, what's wrong with that? Right. Because you've known it since day one. But when you step back and look, it's like, oh, yeah, bathing my body in the blood of Christ. <laughs> That's like crazy talk. I'm bathing in blood, you know? Like, and where another person's going to be like, that's a zombie movie, you know? Like, or whatever it is. It's, but I'm just saying, though, like, everybody has their thing that seems so typical. Right. And everyone on the outside views it as so odd, yet we all have our thing, you know? Yeah. So very cool. All right. Lastly, but not least, not least, House of the Dragon second teaser so they're putting all they do is put out teasers they don't even put out like first (laughs) second trailer but house of the dragon so first question i asked clarissa you excited and, of course, she's giving me the look like, what do you think? Of course I'm excited, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. And,
0: I mean, it, this is this is the thing that we initially talked about. We talked about this a long time ago when they had their first teaser.
1: Oh, I forget when, what episode it was, but it was like a year ago or something. It
0: felt like a long time ago. Yeah. And this was supposed to be going to, this was supposedly going to be the thing that was going to make you get HBO Max. But now you have HBO Max already. Right. And you're loving it, and it's one of the best streamers out there. Watched it again today. <laughs> <laughs> and can't wait to talk and now this is gonna be like in the the pantheon of 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 things on HBO Max that you'll be watching. Like, you know, it's...
1: Oh man, The Mad King. I can't wait <laughs> to see it. I mean, the, you know, the trailer tells me so little yet
0: tells me so much. I think I think this one is, it's called the teaser trailer, but there's so much of the story in here that I, that I don't think of this as a teaser.
1: There's a lot of the story, but at the same time, there's a lot of jump cuts that you're not sure how they tie together. Okay. And I think this is a classic classic trailer to where it gives you tons of information, but because it's Mm -hmm. probably out of order, you know, we've done trailers enough to where it's out of order to the extent that it could be misleading in a number of ways. Right. You know, it's certainly
0: not linear. How, How do you feel? So you've watched all of game of Thrones and I have watched half of the pilot episode of game of Thrones, but I watched this and I'm thinking, maybe this is a streamlined enough that I could, uh, maybe this is a gateway. Maybe this is a, a gateway to Game of Thrones.
1: So I asked Clarissa, I said, do you, like there was the woman and I said, do you think that's a young Daenerys? And she said, no, that's her mom. Oh. Like Clarissa just for whatever reason was just like without pause, just <laughs> knew. Nope. That's her and, mom. But,
0: but she, she consumed the Game of Thrones books. like.
1: <laughs> well, she read the books and every I, I read the first book. She read all five. And we both watched. The series twice. Wow. And I said, I said, but how do you know that's her mom? And she's like, Well, it's a prequel that takes place a hundred years before. Mm-hmm. Or whatever it is, like 75 years. It takes place a good amount before. She's like, Well, who, who else <laughs> is it gonna be? <laughs> Touche, you know? But
0: but don't you feel like it, it's simplified? It has far less characters. It feels like there's still gonna be
1: I don't think it has far less characters. Oh really? Ugh. the trailer may perceive that, but I think in, in like of the how the show functions they're gonna put in as many characters as they need to tell the story
0: okay that's what turned me off the first time when there's 20 people in the first 20 minutes i was like i can't do this
1: (laughs) well i watched the i don't it might have been i think we started watching the first season when season two came out and then we watched every season after okay and that's when we learned about it and then i got her all the books and she read all the books and we watched all the seasons. And I think it was like season three or four where I'm like, I got to go back. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> we went back. We watched up, got caught up. And then we watched like season five. And then I want to say there was six seasons, but if I'm off, whatever. Yeah. And then I think we went, we went through. So I think I saw like the first three or four seasons three times. Wow. And then I saw everything else twice. (laughs) Um, And the last episode or the last season I saw once because I was a little bit disappointed. But anyway, that aside. So that and then I watched or I'm sorry, I read the first book and I didn't read the first book until I saw the first few seasons twice. Right. And at that point, I had a good idea of who people were. (laughs)
0: so third time third time through when you're reading it at your pace well no second
1: like two times through two times and a reading and a reading there you go third time well the reading was the third and then we watched it all through once more and that's Ah, when i really grasped the fourth (laughs) by the fourth time through you watch more than 10 hours a week come on well no (laughs) not really well if you count YouTube, probably include trainer fodder. No, that is including Trainer fodder. what I'm. So, OK, you talk about maybe this is a good chance to get to what we're watching then.
0: Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I, I have nothing to say except I'm going to try House of Dragons. I have Atrium Max. I'm going to try it and if it does the thing that the original one did where it has like Oh, we're we're in. Way too many characters. Oh, you're in 100%. And Oh,
1: 100%. Yeah, there is no question. Okay. I'm in, I'm so invested in the other stuff. I'm I'm like, Clarissa, do we watch all of them again and then we get into this?" <laughs> <laughs> and I know what her answer is. Yeah, let's do it, you know. Yeah, it's like uh The Witcher and Game of Thrones. Or well, the books are "Song, uh, song of Ice and Fire," but <laughs> but anyway, so what we're watching? Yeah, uh, Dune. It only took four sittings, but we got through Dune. You stayed awake. You know the problem with it was by the time the boys get to bed and such. Situational, yeah. Yeah, it's like, all right, we'll do it. And then we finally got through, and we and we're just like last night we didn't record because today's Saturday, so we just plowed through like an hour. I think it was like the last hour, hour ten minutes, and we finished doing, and it was really good. I liked it. Yeah, it was better than the 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 sting version. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think it had it had it had some decent substance to it, you know, and I think it, it.
1: Yeah. Timothy Chalamet did a great job. Yeah.
0: Oscar Isaac. I thought he was he was really Oscar
1: Isaac did a great job. Yeah. I mean, it was it was awesome. I loved it. I, I thought it was very good.
0: Um, you know, I, it's it's yeah.
1: Great sci fi. And they left it open to the next
0: one. Yeah, they're definitely doing more. Yeah.
1: Suicide Squad was today.
0: Oh, OK. Have you seen it? Which one? The most recent one with the starfish with Peacemaker? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the kai kaiju starfish, right? Like a yeah, it was like the starfish on the face.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, but it was also like the huge star. You saw the whole thing, right? Like the whole, the huge guy. Yeah, he's he's a monster, huge starfish. Yeah,
1: yeah, destroying the Medi- or the
0: South American city. So what, what? So I have a favorite part of this movie. So tell tell me what tell me your thoughts, and then I'll tell you my favorite part. Or you can try to guess my favorite part.
1: Well, okay, there were a lot of. F- funny part like there were a lot of good parts it was gratuitous violence beyond peril
0: and 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 and, and you know parent parental warning like bag of dicks is one of my favorite sequences like
1: when they're well that's about. a good one yeah all the penises <laughs> on the beach you know i thought it was pretty good they like there's some spoilers they go into the village and they're laying waste to everyone <laughs> and then it's like my team. oh we're the we're the rebels <laughs> you know we're the coup that's gonna st- stop the violence and they're all looking sort of like oh fuck, we just killed everybody <laughs> like that was good yeah uh i don't
0: know like what's your favorite part like my favorite part is at the beginning where they intro all the all the
1: oh and kill everybody
0: heroes and then they kill everybody instantly <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, you know, I told Clarissa. I said, "Yeah, you got it." Like, I want to talk to you about it. You have to see it, but I can't because there's too many spoilers, and the spoilers happen in the first ten minutes. <laughs> though I have to say, the weasel was weasel. Dude. <laughs> he was a pretty funny character, though. Yeah, the crazy eyes, and then of course at the end, he coughs up the water and he just like wakes up, and then. Uh, you have to wait until the the little tag right at the end, all the way at the back of the you know, so a lot of like what Marvel does is they do the animated credits and then they get into the regular scroll credits. Right. And in between they have their little tag at the end, a little
0: they have a mid mid credit scene.
1: Yeah, a little mid credit little button there.
0: And then a post credit scene. After the after this, sometimes you got som- to stick around. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes
1: where this one, you had to wait till the exact last minute, and then you you had a uh, a little a little tag. But I mean, it was. I mean, it, it's it's trainer fodder. I mean, it's typical American cultural explosion movie.
0: An exceptionalism, American exceptionalism, right?
1: <laughs> well, that too. Yeah, Americans come in, just blow everybody
0: up all the time. <laughs> I mean, pe- peacemaker for sure and he and he has a series oh Reacher is that Reacher no P- peacemaker peacemaker the um the guy with the gold is Reacher right oh is that his name the uh, john no the guy on the
1: Amazon Prime show John
0: oh no i don't think it's Reacher it's John Cena wait which one's the big muscle guy yeah that's John Cena it's not Re- it's with the gold helmet yeah that's that's Pe- yeah that's Reacher it's not Reacher
1: <laughs> no on Amazon Prime it's a... that's a different dude <laughs> Yeah, it's Is a it? Guy. No, it is, it is not.
0: It is. I call bullshit. <laughs> We're
1: looking it up right now.
0: Okay. Reacher is Alan Rick- Rickson. Jack-, Jack Reacher. Okay,
1: and who's that guy?
0: This is John Cena, the wrestler, who's trying to take away all of uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson's roles.
1: Wait a minute. So...
0: John Cena. So Jack Reacher series. Jack Reacher is Alan Rick, Rick- Richardson. Rich Ritson.
1: Oh my God, those guys look so alike. They do holy cow
0: <laughs> okay so wait this this guy was who so john cena plays uh pays, plays peacemaker yeah and they've already done the spin-off series so you can you can add to your trainer fodder i saw the first two or three episodes is that on hbo it's on hbo max and it's, you know, it's basically right after this movie, uh, Peacemaker tries to get out and make peace with his father and then also has a new ragtag bunch of crime fighters to do some dirty work with.
1: So you know how Marvel has like 5,000 yes. characters, like literally 5,000 characters, uh, 8,000. Yes. Okay. Or 8,000. Uh, okay. I'm underestimating 8,000,
0: thousand, eight thousand plus. Yes. <laughs>
1: So DC must have a lot because these are characters you don't typically hear of. So how many characters does DC
0: have? Any idea? Oh, I have no idea. Probably the same. I mean they they've been around practically the same time, I think.
1: Yeah, because they open up when you when when you see it it says Warner Brothers and then you see like the DC emblem. Images of Batman and so on and Harley Quinn, of course, you know, I've read books to the boys about DC characters, Batman and such. And Harley Quinn is like Joker's sidekick and all this. So I don't know. What do you think? How many characters?
0: I'm thinking it's roughly the same. It's got to be ha- 4,000 maybe, you know?
1: Wow. That's insane. I, maybe they don't have as many. That's insane. I guess when you count bad guys and all that stuff. Yeah.
0: You know, you can do any, you can do anything. I mean, Joker, Joker's a DC thing, He has his own. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but he's only one. Yeah, but still, yeah. You, I guess you only know them. I mean, it's not like Doorman or something, you know.
0: <laughs> I cannot wait for Doorman. Doorman's gonna be so good.
1: Oh, can't wait, making portals everywhere. And then you know the funny thing—the last. Well, we've been watching some Seinfeld, but the last thing we watched was. <laughs> <laughs> I know Seinfeld the boys are just totally in the Kramer it's hilarious oh
0: who is I mean that he's he I he hits the the preteen boy <laughs> square square in the demo
1: <laughs> oh totally but we watched who's on first Abbott and Costello uh-huh
0: oh yeah okay classic
1: oh my god they thought it was the funniest thing ever I mean, who's on first? You know, what's on second? I don't know who's on third. First base or third
0: base, whatever it was. You know, I mean, <laughs> would you ever would, would they ever sit through uh, Abba and Costello movie?
1: Oh, like Abba and Costello meets Frankenstein or something? Yeah. Oh, I bet absolutely.
0: Because we, we we the kids watched. uh I forget. Abbott and Costello's ghosts, like at the at the turn of the century, and they they loved it. They ate it up.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Abbott and Costello and the mummy, or whatever it was, or the Invisible Man. It
0: was something about like Paul Revere or something. <laughs> it was like it was hilarious. They were like, yeah, I don't know. Abbott and Costello, man, they're crazy. They're they're amazing. They're great. So yeah, I think you can I, I think you can find it on YouTube. I think YouTube has some of that stuff for free.
1: Oh yeah, that's where we got Who's on First. Yeah, it was awesome. What have you been watching?
0: So speaking of your doorman and portals everywhere, uh Audrey and I went to go see uh Doctor Strange and the and the the multiverse ah. of madness. And uh, so all the articles that we saw in the past two weeks of it being out is, oh, this is Marvel doing horror movies, doing a horror movie, you know what I mean? And Was it and horror? it's got zombies in it, and it's got all the things, and, and Sam Raimi's going back to his roots of like horror roots. And I was just like, okay, okay, and Anne's really like you know, protective. And Bryce doesn't, he doesn't like horror stuff. He doesn't like necessarily all that. And I said, okay, fine. Then Audrey and I will just go watch it. Bryce is already kind of checked out by hearing how much horror is in it. And we saw it this afternoon. And I will tell you that that is hype. It is overhyped as horror. There is something about the way that Sam Ramy does you know he's the Army of Darkness fame. You know he had the Bruce Campbell movies early on. Yeah, yeah. And I don't. Do you remember those movies? Oh yeah, for sure. It's horror, but it's camp. It's like stop motion skeletons. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's like right, right, right. It, and this has stop like it feels like it has stop motion skeleton like uh, demons in it, and they're dragging, <laughs> they're dragging Doctor Strange into a hole. You know what I mean? It it's like classic. Sam Raimi stuff and it and it's and it's so much fun that it can't even I don't maybe back when did that come out the 80s like the early 80s or something
1: yeah army of darkness oh easily mid 80s maybe yeah mid 80s
0: so I mean at that time maybe that was horror you know And, and it definitely it still had camp you know it still had a lot of camp to it but on the ride home I was we were talking about how how mis misdirecting the the articles we all heard and read were leading into it and I said you know you have to really know Sam Raimi's work other than Spider-Man 92 came out 92 92 oh my god holy shit really okay <laughs> so you have to know his early work. And then Audrey started like making fun of me saying like, Oh, you're such a film bro. Like, you you know, you're saying you have to understand the director's motivation. And I'm like, no, but you do. This is like legit stuff. Like, you know, I it's, it's, there's, there's, there's a couple of scenes where they hold on Dr. Strange's zombie face a little too long, a little too close up. And there's a lot of detail in his zombified face, but there's one zombie in this thing. And it's Dr. Strange, you know, (laughs) like it's not that, it's not that big a deal, and I don't know. I think it was oversold. People are trying. People are trying to say this is supposed. To, this should have been rated R. It, it's 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 squarely a PG-13 uh movie and and we finished yeah. up uh moon Knight this week and i think you haven't seen it and we'll we'll definitely talk we have not yet seen it i don't know is it kid friendly here's the thing i think moon Knight is scarier than dr strange Th- that that's what i was thinking yeah and i and i've and i listened to ride the lightning podcast and he was he, he got through moon Knight. ride the lightning it's a it's a Tesla podcast (laughs) oh I thought he was a Metallica (laughs) fan he's actually like a back to the future fan who owned a DeLorean and then when Tesla came out he fell in love with the Tesla and he does a Tesla podcast
1: does he have the so because of the DeLorean does he have the
0: X uh no he has a three uh but his Twitter handle is DMC in it (laughs) so (laughs) because I was gonna say the wing doors you know um but so he was talking about how Moon Knight was kid-friendly and I'm like "Mm, well it depends on your kids you know like Bryce stomached it because he likes Moon Knight as a character from reading some of the comics. But, you know, it's still kind of... It's pretty gruesome, though. No, it has a psychological angle to it where the psychological break, like it's a split personality because he's had childhood trauma. You know what I mean? And the childhood trauma created this split personality. And then later in life his you know he had he was in like a a war situation. He was in like a, a hard situation where he had to kill a bunch of people and it split his personality again. So, you know, it's an interesting psychological thriller. But because it's such heavy topics and they handle it very realistically, it has a bit of, you know, some some real scary moments in it that are that are handled well. Hmm. But kind of a grown-up. So, you know, I think Timmy and Mikey, probably not for them. So yeah, take your time, watch it, and then you can decide for yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but yeah. So that's what I was saying. <laughs> like all of this uproar for this Doctor Strange, and and uh, and it's it's right in the wheelhouse. I don't. It's not one of my favorite. I'm gonna have to like think about it. You know, it's it's made a ton of money. It's like heading towards a billion dollars. I think it's at seven hundred. Wow. 700, 700 million, six six sixty seven million something like. That.
1: Domestic or is this overseas too?
0: I don't even know. I just saw just a. Uh, general number.
1: Wow, that's a ton of money.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is this is a uh, six hundred seventy-seven million. Ooh, incredible! And crosses five fifty globally. So that's globally yesterday.
1: Okay, but still, that's a lot of money, though, man.
0: Yeah, and I think it's the this is the indicator that we're hopefully you know coming out of the COVID times. And, and more and more movies are like that. I think next week's uh, or two.
1: Well, Maverick's coming out soon.
0: Top Gun Maverick. It looks so good. It, I feel like it's going to be all ages, all hands on deck. We're definitely going to go see that before we uh, go to Hawaii. Um, and it's going to be amazing. I mean, I, 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 I've heard they had the premiere down in um, San Diego. Read it, you know, and uh, it was it was supposedly old school. I heard it, you know, on the the business uh, Hollywood uh, podcast on on KCRW and she she went to it and she said it, it was like old Hollywood. <laughs> and it and you know Jerry Bruckheimer is the producer of all these movies but the original movie was produced by Don Simpson and Jerry Bruckheimer and Don Simpson has been dead uh, for 26 years he died 26 years ago and he still gets a producer credit on this movie so I think that's kind of amazing
1: you know what I'd love to do is like Friday night watch Top
0: Gun and then
1: Saturday night watch Maverick
0: <laughs> they should I mean the theater should totally double bill this you know like there's it's a there's oh man yeah there's no there's no way not to Um, you know, hide, hide Bryce's eyes for the, uh, the one, the shower scene (laughs) for the volleyball scene, (laughs) Ah, the volleyball scene. It's the, it's right after the volleyball scene. (laughs) That's where you hide his eyes. Um, but yeah, so I mean, and this has, and that, you know, I know we've, we've done that trailer ad nauseum, I feel like, but it's been coming out for so long, um, for three years
1: that tra that trailer has been as long as trailer junkies podcast has been a thing <laughs> i
0: feel like you know um but there's something about so the actor who plays goose's son is uh let's see miles teller miles teller plays goose's okay. son and he's basically in the program and now and he has the same bad mustache he has the same bad mustache but there's something about this actor, um, he's also the lead in The Offer, which I know you don't have Paramount Plus, but please, I I'm, I'm very close to just giving you my Paramount Plus <laughs> account so that you. The offer is is so intense, and there's something about his intensity, like he's married to supposed supposedly he's married to the the owner of the. Chateau Marmont, right? This is the very, the luxurious hotel in Hollywood. Yeah. Um, And Anne's like, Anne feverishly like Googles everything while we're watching the show. And she goes, I can't find any, (laughs) I can't find any history about her owning the Chateau. And I'm like, I know, but isn't this story great? I mean, look at them. They're so picture perfect. Like, can we just watch the show and not worry about...
1: (laughs) And it's like, does it matter? It's a TV show. Let them have artistic license.
0: Um, But there's something about his his gravity and the way that he takes this character. So he's producing this movie and he has the mob, like, Oh, sorry. Can't say mafia. (laughs) He has these organized criminals. Well, why can't you say mafia? Because supposedly that was the deal he made as a producer of the Godfather. The, the, the mob bosses said, you can't say mafia. Spoilers. (laughs) Um, but anyway, I thought it was like racist against Italians. <laughs> well, that too, you know, they, they they thought it was defamatory. Um, but th- he had to like carry the weight of the things that was going on in his day life and not bring it home to his, his wife. And it kind of like he and what is he like? And what's his name? Verbinski? Do you know the Oh, this is Maverick? I'm not even looking at the right thing. Uh, Giovanni Verbinski is plays one of the mob mob bosses. And he says working with Miles Teller is like working with like an old Hollywood actor, like Clark Gable back in the day or something like that. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, like, yeah. You can tell that he has. He has something about him that is that is that is special, and uh, and and every episode he's he's got it. And then they do a great thing. Half the episodes have a little uh, behind the scenes with some of the real life characters, which Anne eats up because you know you have the guy who is really producing the movie talk about producing the movie and having the real meetings with the with the real mobsters back in the day. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's a great five minutes after the fact after watching the show for an hour to have that. So and this is drop and this drops weekly right drops weekly i think we missed a week because it drops weekly and we had to go to lunch with bryce this week i think it drops either thursday or friday but you you caught up
1: i mean but you didn't like skip it though oh no it's
0: still here it's still there for us to watch yeah
1: right 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 okay yeah um but yeah yeah sounds great i can't wait to see it and
0: then just to round out i already said we watched some pirates barry i finally caught up with barry and uh did the thing where i watched all of season two again i don't know if i mentioned that and then now I'm all caught up on that Ozark. Finished Ozark for Netflix. There you go. I thought I was like, you know, I'm gonna finish Ozark, and then maybe we'll cancel Netflix. Maybe we'll try to cancel it.
1: You know, it's funny though. I think the same thing. Like,
0: you know, Operation Mincemeat saved Netflix for me.
1: Operation Mincemeat. Which one was that?
0: Remember, that's the the war one where they put the dead body in the water with the with the, with the. Oh thing. yes, and that came out either yesterday or today. And I'm like, all right, well, we'll have to see that and <laughs> see what else is on deck. And, well, and like we do
1: Seinfeld on Netflix.
0: But I mean, event- eventually Seinfeld's going to go back to whomever. Produce that? What is that? That's uh, Warner Brothers, so I don't know where that's going to go. Maybe let's go to HBO Max.
1: Yeah, I don't know, but we do about a episode a night. All right, so
0: you're daily. They're like twenty two minutes. That's easy. Yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah, let's do it.
1: We could do a quick one, you know, and then we'll get we'll get ready for bed or something, you know. And
0: that's what we do. We still do that with Kim's convenience with the kids at dinner time and stuff like that. Yeah. So Operation
1: Mincemeat. Meat. Okay, we'll check that one out. So I mean. With all its flaws, I think Netflix is still the elephant in the room. It's still big. It's still the it's still one of the major players. I mean, you know.
0: I mean, everybody talks about HBO Max.
1: Dude, HBO Max is I mean, I, like I said, I watched it today. It's great.
0: And everybody in the know, and it's so f- funny Like when you talk to other people, I like I don't expect them to have Paramount Plus, but more people have Paramount Plus than you think. I might have to go that route. It has some live um, sports and things like that. If you're into like soccer, like Premier League or something. I think we might put Apple
1: to the wayside and pick up Paramount. There you go. You know, see what's there. Do a few things there. And then maybe we'll put that away and then we'll pick up back up Hulu or something.
0: Yeah, I think Apple doesn't have the breadth, the depth. It has, yeah, it has the breadth. It doesn't have the depth of programming. So you could drop, you could drop Apple, pick it up December, watch everything they made that year and then get rid of it. You know what I mean? Like you don't need to have it, you know, round the clock. Um, Although Severance by uh, all accounts was, was amazing and people had to watch it real time because they were talking about it during the work week and stuff. Right. Right. Um, When, when you do get Hulu back, the thing that I'm loving right now is Andrew Garfield's, um, under the banner of heaven okay it's a john krakauer book about a mormon community that has um a slaying in it so there's some there's a murder intrigue and it's a real life drama about some fundamental fundamental mormons versus the, the mormon you know in the mormon community
1: okay i mean i read two john krakauer books into thin air uh, yeah, into thin air, and the one, um, what was it? Where the kid went to into the wild, into the wild. Yeah, where he died in the in, in the, the bus, yeah, the bus in Alaska. Those are
0: two of my form. The, the, I read those books right in the the time. Wait, wait, you read books? I read those two books. Those, are, <laughs> the, I mean, it, I've I, I've only read like five books in my life. <laughs> I read five books in my life
1: cuz you're not a reader but and I think 3 of
0: them are uh Ch-
1: John Krakauer <laughs>
0: Two of the two of them are John Krakauer, and three of them are Chuck Palahniuk. Okay, <laughs> so I read. Okay, I read okay. Fight Club, Diary, and Survivor, and Into the Wild, and Into Thin Air. And so, and so, and
1: something, something about Into Thin Air. Yeah, no,
0: cool. When they're when they're when he they're describing calling on satellite phone to the to the wife and naming naming the baby. How tragic oh is man, that? I mean, just so... such a heart wrenching moment.
1: Oh god, and they're and they're. W- wasn't it um remind me, but what weren't they like picking the kid's name or something?
0: Exactly. They were naming the he was naming his son. He was naming his son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. And he and he had made yeah. it Ugh. back, but he had gone back out to save more people. Right. Ugh. Ugh.
1: Yeah, that was <laughs> such a oh, that was brutal. Yeah. That was brutal.
0: All right, man. On that brutal note,
1: <laughs> how did your beer finish?
0: My beer is still going. Um, It is warm. It is warm in here. I don't know why it's so hot in here. Yeah,
1: I finished my beer. And, uh, well, no, it was warm this weekend. I mean, we hit in the 80s. Yeah, that's hot for you guys. And and for us, that's hot, yeah. No, my beer was good. It finished uh, really smooth, really, I mean, it got better as it warmed a little bit. And, uh, I mean, yeah, fantastic dank, dankness of uh, whatever the 3.0 <laughs> was. I don't know what that meant. <laughs>
0: the third attempt,
1: so. I guess. All right, man. Well, we've been at it long enough. Let's get the heck out of here. All right.
0: Talk to you next week.
1: All right, Ted. Later. Bye.
0: Next week, join Jim and Ted as they disarm another
1: Hollywood bomb or marketing masterpiece. Remember, the holy trinity of
0: podcasting. Subscribe, like, share. Special thanks to Jeremy Kent Jackson for the voiceover and Rahelio for the music.